You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al Jerry. All right, here we go. Tuesday podcast. Uh, good day. What's up, dude? What, oh. up, what up? What up? Oh, hi, Jerry. How about the fact Craig and I had white sweatshirts on today? Yes. I mean, whoever wears a white sweatshirt. When I picked it out last night, I'm like, Al will not be wearing this. And then he walked in. I was, you got to be kidding. I had actually a question when uh, I saw you in that sweatshirt today, the white hoodie you have on. It has some sort of, I believe that's like the police officer's like hockey team logo or something. Yes. And we got those quite a while ago, I think. I think it's the first time I'm wearing it. And I'm just curious, you know, what is your closet like? A mess. Do you have just lots and lots of clothes? Because I'm somebody who uh, every couple of months I will go through, like this weekend in particular, I really weeded out my clothing. Yeah. A lot of it. Yep. And uh, I don't know who gets the clothing that goes in those bins. But I hope they're boomer size and fans because <laughs> so much of what goes in there has the boomer uh, size and foundation logo because they give us a lot of uh, Under Armour stuff. Sure. So I'm just curious, like, do you have just all these things, all these clothing, all no, in a closet? I'm What's not, your story? I think Eddie said he's got enough shirts to get through seven years. I want to say. Yeah, he. It's he, crazy. Yeah. I am not like That's that. Insane. I give away every spring, which I'll be doing again here coming up in about a month. Spring cleaning. Uh, yeah, I basically I do it, and I do it in the spring only because with the short sleeve shirts, you start wearing different things. I will give away probably at least two big black garbage bags of clothes. So I'm at the end now where I'm looking at my closet's a mess again. I have a lot of sweatshirts. Not enough, I don't think, because I would prefer to wear a hoodie every day, but I can't wear the same one three times a week. Uh, and then the T-shirts, the problem I have with the T-shirts is if I like a T-shirt, even if I know I won't wear it, I won't get rid of it. Stupid. And mm-hmm. I know that. And it's, I don't hoard things. I really don't. But if I have a shirt that I really like, it's not going anywhere. Right. And I also have a vest that my aunt, who has since passed away, she knitted, she picked up knitting when she was probably in her early 60s. And she sent me a vest for one of my birthdays, probably in my mid-20s, maybe early 20s, can't wear it. There's no possible chance I could wear it, but I still have that. And every spring I look at it, I put it on the bed, my wife comes up, she goes, are you going to get rid of it? And I just can't bring myself to get rid of it because she spent hours making that for me, and she passed away a few years ago, so I will never get rid of that. Uh, my girlfriend started reading this uh, book by Marie Kondo. Oh, yeah, Marie Kondo. Uh, which was actually recommended by Howard Stern. I bought the book for my girlfriend for Christmas. She's hardcore into this Marie Kondo, which is that you are to go through every piece of clothing and everything that you own, you pick it up and handle it, and ask yourself, does this spark joy? <laughs> and if not, 
right in the trash spark or donated. That's a bit much to me. Well, yeah, I'm somewhere Honestly. in the middle there. I'm somewhere in the middle. I mean, honestly, you pick up your underwear. Does that spark joy? Well, it doesn't spark joy. It's okay. Y- doesn't throw it out. No, 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 no. no. Of of all your underwear that you have, keep the ones that spark joy. Like uh, not to do a commercial for Mac Weldon, but the Mac Weldons I have those spark joy. When I right. see them, I go, oh, I like those so compared to looked, what I had. So if I looked in your drawer, you've had nothing but Mac Weldon. Correct. Okay. I and did get rid of everything else. All your socks, they spark joy. Uh, my socks are, are all uh, the same kind, black right. socks, that uh, they do spark joy for me. I got rid oh, of all the do. others. They, like, you're happy when you put your socks on. That's right. You're such a, you're so full of crap. Oh. And those books, I understand the point of that. Yes. But you can't take that literally. All either. right. You just can't. Spark joy. So think of that, Jerry. When next time you go tomorrow morning, when you go to put something on, think, does this spark joy? If yeah. it does not, Probably not going to do that. Jerry, I have multiple technology articles today. That I thought we could get into. Uh, Amazon, we both love the Amazon. Loving the Amazon. Now, uh, I enjoyed this brief conversation you and I had off the air this morning. Yeah, this is something. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) As you were prepping your sound clips and writing up your things, and uh, I said to you, uh, uh, Jerry, uh, yesterday... This is just giving you an idea of what I do. A lot of people go, what do you do the rest of the day? You're done at work at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you and I talked about the Amazon Echo, which uh, the, you you wake it up by going, Alexa, and then you ask it questions. Well, yesterday when I was home alone, I thought, hmm, would Alexa respond to Billy Joel's Downeaster Alexa? Oh, my God. So I put it on, and it did not. It didn't, huh? Well, I guess there's, you know, there's ambient noise. You got the song, you got the instruments. It's right. not as easy as a quiet house or picking up just the voice. I don't know. So when you wonder what I do with my day, science, I guess. Not really. something what you would consider it experimenting. Di- I mean, let's be honest. I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be a jackass. I don't want to be a jerk here. But yes, Jerry. Your day essentially is filled with what do I do until I wake up to go to work tomorrow? Right. Would you agree with that? My day hasn't really changed since uh, I was a kid. It's the same. So while you yesterday was a nap, fool around with Alexa, check out the thermostat, wonder, should I put this seasoning on the salmon tonight or should I not? (laughs) Do I steam the broccoli tonight? All good questions. Or could I maybe make a sweet potato? Mm Mm-hmm. I I did have that debate. Sweet potato or those little red potatoes. Right, let's see, look at this. And then wondering, what am I going to sit down at 6 o'clock and watch as I get my little snack tray out in front of my couch? The Bachelor. On the TV. That's what you were doing. While you were doing that, I was running to pick up my one son from school at 2.15, get home, drop him off, get back at 3.15 to get my other son, get home, make sure that they eat early because I had to get my one son back to basketball practice at 5.00. Then I had to drive with the other guy to his baseball practice, which was indoor at 545, finished that at 7, got home at 730, choked down some bran flakes, took a shower, laid down at 810. Well, we had different days. What different lives we live. We had different days. Different days. Different years. Oh, different years. Different lifetimes. So I'm just curious. Yes, Jerry. So like today. Yeah. I got to go get the kids. Mm -hmm. I got to pack. I got to get to Ohio State. I got to get to the airport. A little busy. How will you spend your afternoon? Uh, well, that's a good question because I, I do have something to spend my afternoon. I was considering uh, signing up for a pee pod. 
story because you're too damn lazy to go to the supermarket? You can't spend an hour a week to go to the supermarket. Come I was on. just considering signing up for Peapod, so I will spend <laughs> some of my afternoon researching that. Oh my my girlfriend does Peapod. It's That's cool, the food I know. delivery. It is neat. Right? But my question is this. So you you go on this app, right? Yes. And you check off what you want them to deliver yes. to you. And they do your the food shopping for you and deliver it. Yes. But I feel like I'm so particular like with the bananas I choose and the sweet potatoes I choose. Right. How do I know they're going to pick me good ones? The way I've done it, and I've only done it once or twice. You've done this Peapod? Two times. I use ShopRite delivery. What do they call theirs? Anything fancy like a Peapod? Peapod is aligned with Stop and Shop. I use ShopRite two times. I I do it this way. Everything except for fresh fruit, vegetables, and meat. That I go to the place called Dearborn Farms in Homedale. I like that place a lot. The meat's good. It's not, you know, the pre-wrapped stuff. The fruits and vegetables are good. If you want organic, they got it, and you believe that it's actually organic. Um, so for that stuff, I'm not having people pick it out. I'm pretty if I because if I get a an apple and it's bruised, I'm right. gonna be furious. Me too. So for that stuff, I won't. But for the pop tarts, for the kids, for the brown the 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 brown rice packaged that, items, all good. You know, bread, even milk is fine. It comes. Believe it or not, you, when I got it, not warm. It's good. So the other thing you could do with this Peapod, and this is certainly not a commercial for Peapod. But I told you my girlfriend signed up for this and has done it a couple times. Yeah. You know, they charge you to deliver. It's like 10 bucks, and then there's yes. different discounts. So it's like, okay, if you give them a, a big window where they can drop it off, mm-hmm. you might get $2 off. Or off hours, you might get $3 off, whatever. So she signed up yesterday to get her delivery between 6 p.m. and 10.30 p.m. Okay. At, at night. Wow. They showed up last night at 11.30 p.m. 11.30? <laughs> Delivering her groceries. Wow. See, I went in the house. Yeah. Take it back. You missed your window. Right. You missed your window. Peapod wow. delivery. 11, I can't believe they're out that late. Yeah. And she claims that you get better fruit and vegetables because they are concerned that you'll complain, she so they right. pick the best for you. She might be very right, and her experience is her experience. One I'm time, I'd be furious. You're, I'm with you, too. That's it. You give me an, a banana that's brown, I'm out. Because you should see me picking out sweet potatoes. You would think <laughs> I was preparing my last meal, and this had to be the perfect. I pick everyone up by studying them. I'm going to bruise. What's that white stuff on it? See, that's how I am with avocados and cantaloupes, yeah. but not sweet potatoes. It takes me forever. Sweet potatoes, I get the ones that are wrapped in the plastic and just microwave them. But check this out. Amazon, which we love, Jerry, Right. they're, try, they're thinking of uh, doing su- gigantic supermarkets, their Amazon supermarkets, where robots would help you. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Don't you think, I-, I know when we grew up, there was that cartoon, the Jetsons. I know there's this whole idea that robots are going to take over yeah, the robots. world. And in some senses, they are. Don't you think, though, we get to we get a little crazy? Yeah. Check this out. The shopping experiences, according to the New York Post, would be facilitated by a staff of robots on the floor upstairs that grabs and bags items for shoppers below. I right. love it. You love it? Yeah, I love the idea of uh, robot shoppers. So you're in favor of all these people losing their jobs? No. Someone's, they, you, you would program the robots. No, that's not the way it's going to work. They also said there'll be some people, there'll be humans that will supervise the robot experience. Right. They're going to get rid of 40 people. 
and replace them with robots and three or four managers. Not good. Hmm. It's really not. It's not a good way or a good direction we're going in. If that's if that's the future, not good. If I was a, a young student now, I'd study robots. Probably a good idea. That'd be my major. Study technology. That's it. Technology and, well, specifically robots. Because I have a, no, well, I do have another robot story. Go for it. Are you familiar with the real doll? No, I'm not. Uh, the real doll I first became aware of a number of years ago from the Howard Stern show. It's a it's a doll that people would have sexual relations with. <laughs> but it's made, I guess, of the same material of, like, implants. So wow. the whole doll feels real. real. Oh, boy. The real doll. How how big are these dolls? They're life-size. Life-size. They come in a giant crate because he had one delivered to the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> what does it look like? It looks like a person. Oh, boy. And the new version of the real dolls that are coming out have artificial intelligence so you can speak to and get responses from your real doll. I was thinking this. I would love to take a real doll and jam the Alexa internally <laughs> somewhere, hide it in the real doll so I could ask it questions. And then it would tell, I could say, I could call my real doll Alexa. Alexa, raise the temperature in the room to 73 degrees. You've created the perfect wife, right? <laughs> or the perfect companion. It's the real doll. Wow. You have a yeah. picture of that there? I do. I wrote the word so Alexa it, on top of her, though. That's fine. So how do I pronounce it? Is it R-E-A-L or is it R-E-E-L? Yeah, like real, like R-E-A-L. Real. I believe if you go to realdoll.com, it'll come up, although I'm sure the company's going to block that. Oh, really? Oh, well, yes, maybe this not. will get blocked. They might not know what it is. I mean, it's the world's finest love dolls. Love dolls. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's see. The world's it's finest. Actually, you got, that's a doll? This guy's been doing this for a long time. Like I said, this was on the Howard Stern Show easily... You got to be kidding me. 15 years ago. And you would, they're very expensive though. They're like $10,000. And this was be- based on the photo I just saw. That's cheap. And this is before they had artificial intelligence where they will talk to you. Wow. Now let's say you were 55 and single mm-hmm. and life was going nowhere. Right. Would you? No, I would not. That's because uh, that's you really giving up. You're 57. So you're saying in 10 years? <laughs> yeah, but you're also, you know, you're hooked up right now. I'm, That's right, I'm, Jerry. I'm saying if you were 56, 57, you hadn't had a girlfriend in a long time, you got nothing in the fire, nothing's happened. I guess the problem is if you do meet someone, then how do you explain that? How do you explain the real doll robot in your living room? <laughs> yes. That's a great question. Uh, that's my Alexa. They make them as dolls now. All right, got it. I, th- I think you're taking this Alexa thing just a little too far. And then I have one more technology story for you, Jerry. All right. For years and years and years uh, since, you know, my dad used to get Popular Mechanics magazine when I was a kid. Yeah. I would see it around the house, and they always have been promising flying cars. Okay. Just like you could go back to Popular. You could Google Popular Mechanics flying cars. That was on the cover for in the 70s they were promising flying sure. cars. Well, now Uber says they're going to be the first one to have flying Uber, cars. Not Uber. Google. No, Uber, the car service. Uh, they've hired a former NASA engineer to uh, spearhead the company's flying car initiative. They say we're going to have flying cars in two years. Well, here's no my way. question to this, right? Why don't we have flying cars? 
if you can get a jumbo jet in the air to fly around the world, why can't you get a small little compact car to fly? I guess we're afraid that we're just going to be crashing into each other in the sky, and then what happens? Well, listen, there's no question about it. There would be a lot that would have to be figured out. Yeah. I mean, you got helicopters that are flying, which, let's be honest, a helicopter is a flying car. I mean, that's all it is, except they fly a little higher. And But, like, you know, back to the future, right? Marty used to fly the DeLorean. Right. And then in Back to the Future 2, when he zipped back to, or he zipped ahead, so I think twenty, I think twenty seventeen or twenty sixteen or something like that. Maybe a little later. And he right into the lanes in the sky. I mean, it's it's bizarre, but why not? So you made a good point. We already have flying cars. They're called helicopters. They are. I mean, essentially, now they cost a lot of money. My point is, why can't you come up with something a lot smaller, a lot more competitively priced, and you know, affordably priced? I'm not saying everybody could get one. Everybody can't fly privately, but it's available. Why can't there be flying cars? So we just had a few flying cars to start with. Maybe cars crashing into houses probably would not be good. Cars crashing into buildings. But it goes to show, though, you'd have to have different licenses and different training. Just like you need a license to drive a car, you would need special training and a special license to to fly a car. Hopefully they wouldn't let 16-year-olds get a permit to fly a car. I like that. you got to be 30 to fly a car. That's perfect. A little more mature. Mm-hmm. The new 30 is like 20, so that's probably fair. Right. I'd be in. 30-year-olds having a license to do flying cars. Did you imagine if we had the wherewithal and the means to be able to do that and we could just fly here every morning? That'd be awesome. And then fly home? Oh, I would have no fear of hitting a deer unless, of no, course— No, just birds. Unless, of course, there were flying deer at this time. Well, I don't think that's going to happen, but there you could hit a bird. I could hit a bird, yeah. Yeah. And birds take down airliners when yeah, those big geese get in the engine. Yeah, not good. Isn't that what happened with the Scully plane? Yes. Right? That hit uh, Sully. Wasn't Scully? No, Sully. No, Scully's a kid on my kid's baseball team. Right, Sully was a, a terrific movie. I watched that I recently. I don't like movies about that. Plane now, crashes. Cast Away I watch, but I usually like to start it when he's washed up on the island. You you don't in, you don't it's enjoy real, airplane things. It's too real. I will watch, and this happened. Uh, I went to I was bougie and went to Aruba over the uh, Christmas break yeah, for a couple I know of days. You had a blast, yes. And the night before our flight, I was locked in on the Smithsonian Channel. Has a no. Uh, don't tell me you watched how the planes fly. No, oh. worse. I I watched the Smithsonian has a series called. Air disasters. Why would you watch that? And they take one major plane crash and really break it down. You know what's a disaster? You. <laughs> How could you watch that the night before you're going to fly to an island? I don't know. I love a good plane disaster story. No, you don't. Hmm. That's dude. Yeah. I, don't, I honestly don't know how you could get on the plane the next morning. I told you when I was a little, when I was a kid, not a little kid, I, I was probably older than I'm imagining in my head. Uh, my, my dad worked for Delta Airlines. And we used to uh, fly quite a bit uh, for vacations. And one, I forget when we were going, but we, we had a connect in Dallas, which was a big hub for Delta Airlines where my dad worked. And the uh, day before or two days before was a wind shear accident in Dallas, which a plane was coming in for a landing and the wind shear pushed the plane down and it crashed. Really? And the, the next day or two days later when we were flying in, the charred tail wow. was still sitting 
in its spot because of the investigation. Oh my God! Do you imagine if you're? I mean, one, you know, to be the passengers, but to be the pilot coming in. No. And you're seeing a smashed plane on the runway. No, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I simply couldn't. Hmm. Man, that is. Let me end that's on that's great. Now, by the way, I'm flying later today. That's, oh, that's today you're great. going. Okay. Oh, so tomorrow I've got CeeLo. Yes. For the warm up and Eddie to do this. Now neither one of them really gives me much when I speak to them. <laughs> I know. So I'm a little worried. I got. I actually listened to the Lepresti one last time, the warm up, and I listened to it after it was posted online. My take would be, he was unsure of himself and kind of how it works. Okay. I think tomorrow will be much better. Eddie is just Eddie. Eddie's going for a science march in Washington D.C. That's all you need to know. <laughs> so with CeeLo tomorrow, you think I should give him some room to speak? Maybe I was... Not necessarily. I think you got it. I think, I, all kidding aside, I think a minute in, you're going to know. I would not blow up the entire 15-minute segment because he's unsure of himself. If he doesn't come out of the gate ready to rock and kind of feel more assertive than the last time, then I think you do what you do, and you're the one that's got to take charge. I just take over. See, I always, I always feel this way. If I get a day from you and it's never happened... To where we've got a topic and I can tell in your face, either you don't know what I'm talking about, you didn't research it, or you're not interested, then I feel, then I know, you know what, I got the next 30 seconds and I don't have to worry about you, you know, feeling uncomfortable or anything. And you kind of know just whatever. Right. He might give you nothing because he doesn't know how long to speak. Then you just got to take charge and just do it. That has happened sometimes where you'll throw, you'll, you'll throw like a basketball take at me. I see your face. <laughs> Like, why is he doing this? Is that the NBA or are we talking the NHL? Right. It is so fun. It's so obvious, yes. too. So yeah, I don't need to put you, you in that no, spot. No, it's perfect. Then you take, then you finish up the thought. It's yeah. perfect. Uh, let me finish up on a positive note, not a plane crash. Uh, do you know who this tennis gal is? Uh, Jeannie Bouchard. Bouchard? Yes. Bouchard? Yeah, Bouchard. Jeannie Bouchard. How would you have said it? I probably would have went Jeannie Bouchard. <laughs> Bouchard. Bouchard. Yes. Uh, she had tweeted during the uh, Super Bowl when Atlanta was up big. She wrote, she tweeted, I knew Atlanta would win, by the way. That's wow, what she wrote. did she really? Yeah. So another fella said, that's the rando guy on Twitter who follows her, wrote to her, if Patriots win, we go on a date. She wrote back, sure. Well, <laughs> the Patriots won, and this guy hit her back up on Twitter he wrote, so, dot, 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 where do you live? <laughs> That's great. And she wrote back, O-M-F-G. Yeah. Yeah. So is that a contract? Does she owe him a date, Jerry? Yes. She does, right? Oh, I thought, I actually thought that it was set already. No. Oh, that's just the response? Oh, and, my effing God? And she wrote back, lesson learned, never bet against Tom Brady. Oh, I guess maybe she will then. She should. She should, right? You know what the problem is, though? Like, who is the guy? Right. Is he a whack job? He might be the nicest mama's boy that she could ever meet, and she might meet the man of her dreams. Imagine. I don't know if she's married or not. I have no yeah, idea. I don't, she, know I don't think she's very old. But Well, she would have said, I'm married, if she would have been that's married. That's a good point. That's fair. That's a good point. Jeannie Bouchard. But how do you... Uh, you got to do that, but you got to bring a bodyguard with you, right? Yes. Don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's worth millions of dollars. She is a tennis. I know we don't follow tennis in our realm, but in tennis circles, she's a good player. She's could probably she, a top 50 player, I'll bet. Could she beat a Williams sister? Um, Venus, maybe, not Serena. 
I actually was. It's so funny because my son asked me the other day. He always likes to compare people to Jordan because he didn't see Jordan. And he always asks, he's like, he asked me yesterday if Steph Curry compares to Jordan. I said, no. I said, Michael Jordan was an amazing defender first. Let's start there. And then you get to the offense, blah, 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 blah. I said, he might have been the most dominant player I saw until Serena Williams. And he goes, and he had no idea. He goes, why she's that good? I'm like, Serena Williams, I think, is the most dominant player I have ever seen. And that includes Tiger Woods. That includes Alex Rodriguez, whoever you want to bring up. There is nobody in my lifetime I've seen that dominates their sport like Serena Williams. Like, if she wants to beat you, she's not only going to beat you, she's going to beat you, step on your throat, and kill you. So they're sisters or they're twins, the the Williams? No, they're a year apart. They're a year apart. Venus is older. So Venus is... So what? I would think, you know, they both grew up in that same house. And Venus is an amazing talent, too, and one of the greats. Serena's a little bit more athletic and just more powerful. I mean, just look at them. She's got a bigger frame. She's stronger. She clearly works out. And she's just she's a she's amazing. Do you At think thirty five? Do you think do you think if she served you fifty balls, you would hit any of them? Yes, you do. Not back to her. <laughs> Could I get my racket on a ball? Yeah. yeah, I think so. The head of the racket, the netting part. I yes, I think I I can, but that's about it. I mean that that would be the end of it. But that would be it. She serves, she probably serves at one hundred and fifteen miles an hour. Right. I'd stand all the way in the back. Yeah, definitely. I got to go. Warm up coming oh. up like right now. See you. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, Boomer and Carton coming up in 15 minutes. Both guys back in New York City. We'll be back in the studio. Good morning, Al. Oh, hi, Jerry. So we'll wrap up the football. We'll kind of get through that. The Patriots will have their big parade through Boston for the 96th time. Uh, good for them. So that'll start at about 11 o'clock later this morning. Before we move on and get away from the football, did you hear Belichick yesterday at all in the day after Super Bowl press conferences? I did see some of it, and I read a bunch of his quotes. All right, I'll let you listen to two of them. One's really good. One, I'm not sure I believe, but then again, it's Belichick, so perhaps so. They were literally, he spoke at about 9.30, maybe 10 o'clock in the morning yesterday, maybe 10.30. So that's roughly 12 hours after they won the Super Bowl, right? You figure you got to give yourself a week or two to enjoy it. Would you, would you not give yourself I would. a week? I'd go to an island vacation for a week, Jerry. Here's Bill Belichick, who basically says, ugh, we won the Super Bowl, but it comes at a cost. The NFL season, uh, you know, the calendar is what it is. And so, uh, you know, as of today, um, and, and as, as great as today feels and as great as today is, um, in all honesty, we're five weeks behind in the 2017 season to, to most teams in the Come league. On. Yeah, I like that. Do you believe that? I do believe that. But doesn't this guy have any fun, though? No. Those few minutes on the field, he had fun. He played bocce ball with Craig. Well. But well. That was before he, you know. Started knew, winning? Yeah, before he knew how to succeed in life, which is all-consuming all day long. So there's no time for bocce ball, no time for fun. So basically, You want to be a winner. Just going to win and then die. Yes, you have to. Well, maybe when he, when he retires, then he'll enjoy that life. When is he retiring? I don't know. Never. I see that they're favored to win the Super Bowl next well, year. Well, why which, wouldn't they be? Yeah, but isn't that every team that wins the Super Bowl every year? Uh, you could say that, but in this case, it's the Patriots. And until Tom Brady retires, I think they're going to be favored for the rest of eternity. 
because he's going to play till he's 65. Here, speaking of Brady, a very good question from a reporter. Do you think because Brady was so good this year, I think he only had, I think, only two interceptions in the regular season. He was he was stupid. Uh, did he work a little harder this year? Was he more motivated because of the suspension and everything he went through? And this is a great. It's 19 seconds. Great answer from Belichick. To insinuate that this year was somehow different, that that this year he competed harder or. Um, did anything you know to a higher degree than he ever has in the past? I think is is insulting to the tremendous effort um, and leadership and competitiveness that he's shown, you know, for the 17 years that I've coached him. This sounds like Boomer talking to us after a softball game, right? It's insulting, or, or not? Oh. <laughs> or not? I love that. Though. I think that's great. As he uh, he's got Belichick, he's got Brady's back, and that's all good. By the way. The whole thing with the Brady jersey, I'm very confused because TMZ had the report yesterday, and then there was a report out of Boston that said a team equipment manager grabbed the jersey, and now here we are on Tuesday morning, and apparently that's not true, and they still don't have the jersey. So someone did swipe it. It's still missing, and then I read a report that the Texas Rangers are on it, which I thought at first the baseball team, and I thought, well, they've got other things to do, spring training coming up, but it turns out the elite group of – you Officers, would you think they were going to send Rugnet Odor to find the jersey? I'd get him on it. He could probably find it. Right. That the Texas Rangers, the police unit, right, is on it, right. and they're on. They're into big investigations and things like that. I know. When I was a kid, I wanted to know why the Texas Rangers were named after a hockey team. I didn't understand. Yeah, what the term meant. That whole story was confusing me because number one, they go the Texas Rangers are on it, so I was confused with the baseball team. Then they go. From the Texas Rangers, Dan Patrick. And I thought, well, the broadcaster's now investigating. I was so confused, Jerry. But it turns out it really is just the police in Texas are looking for this jersey. Right, because they can't find it. And it's got now, value. Now, do you go to jail for that? Let's say I, I stole the jersey. I'm going to jail to lift in a Tom Brady jersey out of the locker room? I don't room? think so. Why? Really? I would If I had the jersey, let's say I stole it, I would turn it in and just be like, I found this on the street. You better hope that there aren't cameras in that locker room. Now, if that's the case, why haven't they found the guy? But you know there are cameras everywhere in that building. So if you're going to lie, you probably just frame it and put it up in your basement. I would turn in a replica jersey and see if I get some sort of reward money. Yeah, Boomer, Boomer is able to recognize his jersey from 30 years ago. You think they wouldn't be able to recognize a replica? He did point out to me when the guy brought his uh, Super Bowl-worn jersey from Boomer in yeah. uh, 1989. The guy brought it uh, to Super Bowl week. Uh, this past week, a Boomer did recognize it and uh, showed it to me how cheap it was. It really looked like a replica jersey. Something we go buy in Models, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's very cheap. Speaking of uh, football, one other one, Matt Patricia getting off the plane. Did you see the the shirt he was wearing? The pictures are all over the internet. I'm sure you did. Yeah, I don't care for this uh, Matt Patricia. Why? Well, he's wearing the Roger Goodell clown shirt. <laughs> yes. It's a, a barstool sports Which, t-shirt. I mean, add all of this up and it's fantastic. The last I remember, before I saw Matt Patricia come off that plane in the clown shirt, the last I saw him, they went to him a close-up when they were down 28-3, and he looked like he was going to cry. And I actually thought, I go, wow, this Belichick's probably going to lay into this guy. Or fire him. Or fire him. <laughs> now he's walking around all cocky with a clown hat, a clown T-shirt on. That's all right. That's I don't like that. I think it's great. When you look at everything the Patriots went through in the last couple of years with the whole Brady and the footballs and the suspension and, and all of it wrapped up into one, 
and then he's got the shirt on. Yeah, I don't like that. Spectacular. Well, that's why you're a clown. Exactly. Bye. That's why he's a clown. Uh, Jerry, now we'll be turning to baseball soon. Yes, thank God. And I see that they, they're trying to speed up the game for millennials. Those well, are, for everybody. Those are younger even, people. Are you a millennial? Uh, well, I have the brain of a millennial. How Jerry, old are you? Very young. How old 47. Are you? 47, right. And what do you find about baseball? It's boring. Right. So they're trying to speed it up for everybody. Oh, trying to speed up the game. But this is going to do nothing. They want to take the intentional walk. And instead of having to throw four pitches outside, mm-hmm. that I would just go to you, I'd go to first base. Yeah, I, it just doesn't do much should, because how many intentional walks are there in a game anyway? It says there's only one every something like two and a half games. So this does very little. Although well, I will say five seconds. Oh, this, this game breezed by. I wonder why. <laughs> oh, remember that intentional walk in the fourth <laughs> inning? They gave they him just, the free pass. They gave him a pass. <laughs> I Listen, the whole idea, there are people that say, why, if you're just going to walk the guy, just put him on first base. There have been cases, not many, but there have been cases where you get a couple of strikes on a guy, and then all of a sudden, hey, let's walk him, and then you fire the But that strategy is out the window if they do this. I don't know if they will. And the other thing, too, is they're talking about they want to get the strike zone back to above the knee. I thought it was there already. And then I guess reading the articles, they say they find too many strikes are going below the kneecap. Right. I, they want pitchers to put the ball down the middle so that hitters swing and hit it, and there's some action, and it's over. Right. They want more home runs is what they want. Let's be honest. Yeah. They should just shorten the game, shorten the season. I'd be way into They're, it. By the way, the right answer is to go back to 154 games, but they'll well, never do it because no, but of the even, money. But even that is nothing. You're going to shave off how many games? Well, you take eight games off, but you're taking a whole week off. The problem is the playoffs have become so long and drawn out. I mean, think about it now. The postseason in the World Series literally stretches into the first week of November if you get a seven-game series. There should not be snow at the beginning of the season and the end of the season. We'll take teams out of Colorado, then. No, but uh, but it could even snow like in New York in April. Well, it's April. So what, what do you want to start? That we what do you want to play June, May. July? Let's go. How about this? May, June, July, August. World Series over by and that cha- because you're changing the game. World Series over by the Thursday night no. kickoff of the NFL you can't season. Do it. You're changing the game. That's not baseball. Baseball. It's October baseball. That's the playoffs. That's what it is. I do agree. Starting the season. Remember, we had games that were starting March 31st, and that's absurd. Uh, maybe you want to go the second week of April. It's fine. But, again, the problem is these guys have very few days off. And anybody that says, oh, they're playing baseball, it's like, you go do it every day. What if we did this? Also with the intentional walk, you know how you just say, okay, you go to first sure. base. How about this? When the pitcher's up, we just go, you're probably striking out. Next batter. Then we'll move it along in the National League. Boy, you say some dumb things. <laughs> like Noah Syndergaard's going to strike out who you know the pitcher from the Padres. Why even play? No, just why have that at bat? Just go. Well, I'm going to throw you fastballs. You're not going to hit these. When Bartolo Colon came up in San Diego, what would you think he was going to do? Hit a home run. You thought he was going to strike out on three pitches, and what would he do? He hit a home run. So your right, idea but that's stinks, once. and you stink. I'm trying to save baseball. Well, you're not saving anything. Uh, quick break. Back with you. You stink. You stink. <laughs> Boomer and Carton next on the phone. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, Boomer and Craig coming up in two minutes. Lakers beat the Knicks last night, 121-107. And when I tell you the game wasn't that close, it wasn't even that close. Really an embarrassing night for the Knicks. Cavaliers over the Wizards in overtime, 141-35. You've got a lot going on. 
uh, with LeBron James and a friend of ours, of course, uh, Frank Isola. We'll get to that coming up in the show in just a minute. But how about the photos of Christy Brinkley, who is now, what, 63 years old? She's 63. She's a hot box of rocks. Yeah, the SI swimsuit issue is out soon. In fact, I'm in the process of booking some models for next Christy week. Christy Brinkley. Well, I'm not sure she's coming in. Oh. But she's uh, in the magazine. She was first in in 1979. She's in posing with her two daughters. Uh, the one gal, the one uh, daughter she had with Billy Joel. Her name is Alexa Ray. Yep. She waxed. And uh, she has an 18 year old daughter. Yeah. With, who looks uh, just like her. Yeah. I was trying to figure out, and I couldn't do the math exactly because it's not round numbers. If she's 63. 45. And the daughter's 18. She was 45 when she had her? Yes. You can't How do, she the do math? that immediately without, like, if, if she was 20, I would have figured that out. Seriously? <laughs> It's it's so two digit numbers. Dude. I mean, come on, man. It's 63 well, minus 18. It's 45. Imagine you're the other two, though. You're Christy Brinkley and uh, Alexa Ray is 30, I think. Yes. And now you have to pose in a bikini with an 18 year old. And by the way, she shows herself quite well. Who does? Christy Brinkley. Oh, yes. Perse- yes if, that's what, yeah. if that's what 63 looks well, like. Well, it's not. That's a rare, well, strange her, thing. That makes a good point. If your mom's like a hot model. Right. And you're. You're not. That's a problem. And your half sisters, very attractive. I mean, but take, they they, know, they make a, you wear a one piece. They make a lovely photo though in the uh, newspaper. Today. New York and America's first. <laughs>